Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast. I am Avishai L, Certified Holistic Health Coach, Certified Raw Food Educator, and Lifestyle Expert. I have worked with clients all over throughout my years of health coaching. I have helped people lose weight without dieting, reverse disease, and find their paths in life. I now work with women all over, gain their energy back, get rid of their stress, drop those pounds, through nutrition without sacrificing their food favorites and their authenticity. There's a few things you should know about me. I'm blunt as fuck. I don't adhere to societal norms. I don't have a rigid corporate mindset. And well, I don't give a fuck. You shouldn't give a fuck either. I'm not a vanilla daisy with a side of fluff. And this is the most unfiltered holistic health and wellness podcast. I will be interviewing top holistic health and wellness experts, spiritual healers, and discussing all health and wellness topics. I mean, I could sit here and talk about broccoli and its antioxidants and how it is a cruciferous vegetable or cinnamon and how its chemical constituent cinnamaldehyde has an effect on metabolism, but we are taking it a step further. You are going to be immersed in all things health, the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual aspects, your relationships, personal, interpersonal, and interdependent. We are going to completely overhaul your life for the better. Each week, we are pushing the envelope of what normal is. This is a judgment-free zone. Vanilla daisies and fluff muffins be gone. Grab your nutrient-dense donuts, your pizza with cheese, made from nutritional yeast and other goodness and a green juice because it's going to be just that juicy make sure you're subscribed to the avi unfiltered podcast and leave a review make sure you also share it with someone who could truly benefit today's episode called deep throating astrology is all about medical astrology getting to know yourself through astrology, getting to know your body through astrology, as well as the current crisis and astrologically what is going on. So stay tuned because I have a very special guest who is a master astrologer, a medical astrologer, an adept in constitutional law coming on very shortly. Stick around. I'm here with an American Moorish scientist, namely Moorish American that enjoys sharing concept correction techniques pertaining to astro-civics, civics, and astrology. The forefront pertaining to this American Moorish scientist's mind is Prophet Noble Drew Ali, Sheikh Sharif Abdul Ali, and his divinely prepared literature that he trusts is paramount in assisting and uplifting fallen humanity, along with the literature presented by Brother Charles Mosley Bay, lectures by Brother C. Freeman L., literature and lectures by Brother Taj Tariq Bey, Brother Abdullah El Talib Mozibe, Moore's Heritage and History School, RV Bay Publications, and many more adept metaphysicians, present and prior, modern and ancient. Being a minister and consul for the Moorish Divine National Movement's first Aboriginal Indigenous Defense Ministry, he shares his experiences via providing Introductory Astrology for Youth and Elders on YouTube with Astrology Street, 
astronomy and astrology concepts on YouTube, civics on Facebook, and astrology literacy course promotions and adept invoking star seeds literature set promotions. Welcome, Brother Hassan Ghazi El Bay to the Avian Filtered Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, sis? How about let me get let me get my chin strap microphone going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, chilling, you know. Uh, I figured the sound sounds best like this for some reason when I have it far away. I, I don't know if you guys can really hear me, so so I got it close. But I I am I am great. I am great. How are you? I trust all is well, right? All is well. Yes. Indeed. Uh, indeed. I was looking at your rings. I said I need more of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, well, peaceful greetings to you all. Namaste, Islam, Islam, Islam. Namaste, Islam. I am, I, <laughs> I am Brother Hassan Ghazi Obey here in Morocco at Northwest of Maxim. This is from uh, kabashansandmore.com. That is uh, one, two, three, the Organite rings. Uh, she makes the Organite. I just, you know, epoxied some, you know, uh, plastic rings to them and just so I can keep my Organite close or whatever. Cause you know I make puppets and things like that or whatever you know what I mean. So you yeah. know when I in the midst of making puppets, I was like, you know what, I would like to keep my organite close. So I just epoxied <laughs> it and put it there. And then you know I love to keep my silver on me. You know I'm a tropical sun sign Cancer, so I keep my silver close. Um, nice. But yeah, that's about it. Awesome. So let's dive right in. <laughs> Alrighty, indeed. Let's so, do it. I'm super, I was super excited about this interview because a lot of people are focused on their sun sign and that's just where it stays at with astrology. So what are all of the signs? Like, what does the sun sign mean? I know there's the moon sign. Tell us all of the signs. Well, I think, I think, um, you know, uh, be, because I'm thinking about the audience and you know me, I can be so technical, Avi, you already yeah. know, right? Yeah. So, so then I'm not so verbose and pontificating about on my soapbox. I would say I think it would be good for people to get acquainted with their trinity. Everyone has a holy trinity. I know people have been introduced to the holy trinity as Father, Son, Holy Spirit, or Holy Ghost. In truth, the uh, holy trinity is where was the son when your mom laid you down from her womb? Where was the moon? when your mom laid you down from her womb? Where, <clears throat> what part of a certain sign appeared to be rising on the Eastern horizon, so to speak, correct? correct. Some would, would, would look at it on a sidereal basis like that. However, tropic astrology is really based on the earth and not the actual constellations in the sky. Alrighty, because the because the start of it all is at where the path of the sun, alrighty, crosses the equator. So wherever the path of the sun and the equator cross, that's zero degrees Aries for the Earth, which is about twenty five degrees and one minutes difference, which is called an Ayanamsha in Vedic astrology from the sidereal or the constellation Aries as perceived from earth. So I hope I answered that uh, to just kind of let people know how you get acquainted with, you know, your sun, moon, and ascendant sign is to first know that when you get acquainted with your Trinity, you're really getting acquainted with 
the the sun moon and ascendance placement based on a zodiac that's based on the earth first so that one can be able to begin to grasp the concepts as above so below right so in in simpler terms what do they mean for the person now the sun is the ego and personality the moon is who you really are that's the dictates of your soul or your soul's dictates all right so like uh where you really live at like okay so this is what's motivating me and then the ego and personality is like the puppet for that it's kind of how you shine out is that sun um but the ascendant however however the ascendant it's the how you do it if if one was to look at the sun and moon like kool-aid <laughs> yeah the ascendant is the pitcher from which you pour got it all right got it I'll let it, I'll let it seep in and resonate, but I got, I, I thought I got it. <laughs> I know, because at first it seemed like, whoa, he went on a tangent, but I was like, let me plant this seed real quick, and then I'll come right there. All right, so okay, go. I yield, I yield. All right, so what are the most important signs in planetary placements? Now, you touched on that, but I know there are more. Are there any more? Um... Well, I, I, I would say, you know, the reason why I would, I would see the Trinity um, being for right now uh, for introductory purposes for people to get used to is because, you know, the reason why they're, you know, only associated with the sun sign is because um, there's a celebration annually that takes place um, uh, commemorating the return pertaining to that sun. Okay, so it's like, oh. The sun is about, you know, well, it's not really exactly where it was when you were born until you're about 28. So you're not really one until you're 28, but that's another story. So we're, we're commemorating, right? We're, I'm serious. Don't believe me. Do the math. I know. Um, you know, right? Yeah. Um, so, so like when you, um, com you're commemorating this, and I think we call it, uh, it's called uh, a birthday right? That, but it's not our birthday. It's actually our mother's birthday because it's the day that she, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, manifested us from her womb. I really don't get into birth in terms of like, you know, maritime language. Yeah. However, you know, um, so that's why, you know, I, I prefer solar return. Alrighty. So uh, we're celebrating that and that's why we're familiar with that. However, we're only familiar with that and only go, well, yeah, so I'm a Leo, so I'm only compatible with an Aquarius because they're opposite me. And, you know, however, you may come across many Leos and feel like you're not compatible with this source. I think well, your, mic, your mic cut out a little bit. Oh, really? It did? I'm, my apologies. Um, so it's like, um, I mean, let me run that back. Some people may look at, you know, am I compatible i thought i would be compatible with someone opposite of me according to my son's son but they realize they may be compatible with someone who may seem incompatible like okay i'm a leo and they're a taurus you know you know earth puts out fire because leo is fire so why do i get along with them maybe because where you guys moons inter aspect is really what's making things happen for you or even how you guys ascendants may aspect or things like that so it's like when you really start to know the three parts to yourself 
then you'll have a little bit. It's, it, it, it's, it, I think it's better too because people use GPS and and you can't use i know you're laughing because i know you know where i'm about to go with this yeah and and it's like you're using a system that uses triangulation but when it comes to our own personalities and knowing self we're only dealing with one part of the triangulation and don't even bother you know you know what i mean to get acquainted with the moon and the ascendant so i think you know you know i could go into deeper detail of what other things are important however if i think if we allow people to kind of digest like hold on let me see what my moon sign and my ascendant is then like i shouldn't be just because honestly avi like our ancestors didn't associate with the sun sign when they met each other they would associate with the ascendant i'm an ascendant cancer alrighty. so if we were to meet, you know what I'm saying? And you'd be like, okay, so what's your sign? I would be telling you what my ascendant is, not where the sun placement was. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah, I yield. I yield the floor. So where can, well, people can obviously work with you if they want to find these things out, right? Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Like, uh, you know, just recently, you know, uh, finishing up, actually, I have to finish uh, the third one, the third cycle. We just completed the Astrology 101 workshop here, right? And we started on this, uh, the, eight, the 19th of April. And just concluded this Sunday on the fifth one. However, um, the, the third one, third recording had to be done over. So we're doing it again, just uh, this, this third one on Sunday. And people can actually still get their hands on it if they missed it, right? And it's for the same amount. It's for the same Elamosinary tuition. You know, it's 135 total for the Elamosinary tuition. But people are getting over 20 hours, of astrology 101 um and you're you're get you're getting the five original videos and then there will be uh so far it's two after class extras and those two after classes i think combined are well over seven hours already you know and so we got another class coming up sunday to make up for the third one uh, the third week to just passed because the video i think got messed up but i'm going to go over it again and then that one in particular we're going over the mathematics uh so that people can grasp astronomy and astrology we're going to go over a little bit of johannes kepler a little bit of ptolemy nice. all righty claudius ptolemy all righty and so that's why we you know i have this here on the screen and so this is where people can learn you know uh, because i do give not only astrology readings i give astro literacy courses as well uh privately and for groups all righty um and you know i'm on different social media, you know, given just to, you know, little bits and pieces here and there of things or whatever. So that's where, you know, people can, you know, learn it from or whatever. And pardon this little, you know, this little uh, bleed in here of the light because I actually have this window right here. So it's making it bleed. That's okay. Uh, yeah. So my, my, my apologies for the hot spot there. But um, go ahead. I yield the floor. No, and I'll put that in the show notes too for people who are listening to this. Alrighty, indeed, indeed. Yep, definitely. So how much of an effect does the sun sign have on people? Well, <clears throat> you know, um, that, that, that question, I, I would say, usually, let's say if I met someone, right, and, and they were a little leery about astrology, but they were, you know, you, you know, they want, they were curious. And I, you know, I would go, Hey, all right, don't tell me the time you were born. You know, don't tell me where you were born. Just tell me the time. I mean, just tell me the, uh, uh, date and day, like the month and day. And what I could do is I could show them how I could do a, what is known in astrology, uh, what I would like to term actually in modifying this called a modified Hilliard chart where i don't know just throw out a date avi come on just random throw out a date come on throw eight, out a date. Come on. eight two 
8-2. So is that August 2nd or February 8th? Which one? That's interesting. I'm August 2nd. Okay, so we're going to go August 2nd, right? So now when we're looking at the end of September, right? I'm sorry, I mean, August 2nd, we're looking at the end of July and August, we already know we're in Leo, right? Right. So normally we see Leo enter, the sun appears to enter Tropic Leo about the 22nd of July on average. 30 days have September, April, June, and November. So July appears to have 31 days. So mm -hmm. from, you know, 22 to 31 is about nine plus two because you're in August 2nd. So August 1st, August 2nd. So that's 11. Right. So now at about August 2nd, we, have, we see now the sun is clearly at 11 degrees Leo, right? Right. So now with that, I can just do an equal house system based on making that sun degree the ascendant. So now I'm doing a modified heliarch chart. I can put that on the ascendant, technically. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people, when they normally do a heliarch chart, they'll use Greenwich Mean Time, uh, which is the time at Greenwich, England, or whatever, using the prime you know, meridian or the international dateline, as they call it. Mm -hmm. um, and they'll, they'll put that, you know, and normally, I guess, by being at noon, that would probably put the sun degree in the 10th house. So normally now you wouldn't be a Leo ascendant. You would uh, technically uh, um, be a, um, <clears throat> uh, it would be a Leo midheaven with a Scorpio ascendant in theory when reconciling the theory. Right. However, what I do to show how the sun affects people or their sun sign what I'll do is, is I still just put that sun sign on the, on the ascendant. So now I know, okay, hey, look, you were born August the 2nd. All right, since you're born August the 2nd, you possibly anywhere between a 10, 11, or 12 degree Leo. So let's just stick to 11. So if 11 degrees Leo off the top of my head, I'll be like, okay, so your first house is Leo. Fifth house is definitely uh, Sagittarius. So that definitely, you definitely incorporate play and higher learning. For some reason, higher learning and play is like your thing. You know what I mean? Somebody like that who would be an August 2nd Leo would be someone who literally enjoys going to the library. That's fun for them. Uh, uh, however, you know, with a ninth house in Aries, they would be really connected to learning from their head of household, possibly. Maybe their grandmother is really important to them. Maybe that's why they enjoy uh, higher learning type fun because maybe they were <clears throat> raised by their grandparents and their grandparents did things like crossword puzzles. So now what's fun to them is doing crossword puzzles. Now they grow up and be someone who actually, I, I guess, you know, ends up making puzzles for people, whether it's crossword or word search. And it starts out just by being born on August 2nd. Do you see how I just went in a brief delineation you yeah. see what I'm saying? To just go off of, and all I did was just go off the sun degree and put that on the ascendant. And now I know 11 degrees uh, Leo is the first house, 11 degrees Sag. Oh, your mic cut out that part. Which part? 11 degrees Sag? Yeah. 11 degrees Sag is going to be the fifth house cusp and 11 degrees Aries is going to be the ninth house cusp because I'm, I know in my head that all I have to do now is distribute it. I know that this being the way they communicate and think Leo being the first house, right? right. Uh, Virgo being the second house, Libra will be their third house. So when it comes to their communication and thinking, they probably like to communicate and think through art. <clears throat> Somebody with Leo who has a third, uh, a third house would 
be probably someone who the way they communicate is through their dress and their hair. Of course, Leo, which is a lion. How do you recognize a male lion? It's mane. So, you know, someone with a Leo ascendant or a Leo ego would nine times out of 10 communicate how they feel through their hair, through their beauty, through cos, uh, cosmopolitical uh, uh, um, uh, expressions or exhibitions, so to speak. I yield the floor. So, no, I'm glad you took me and everybody through that. I really felt like I went through a navigation just now. Indeed, indeed, yeah. Islam. But so, so what you're saying is the sun is intensified by the ascendant, or is that what you're saying? Or it's it plays a large role. The sun lets me know, according to my studies, someone's ego and personality. It'll let me know also how one tends to come off when you first meet them. Okay. How they tend how they tend to shine. The sun is also a lot of astrologers would say since sun in Moorish Latin or what we call Spanish, mm-hmm. soul, S-O-L. Soul. Mm-hmm. So it's the soul yeah. too. However, what dictates that is the moon. Do, do you know what I'm saying? So okay. so a lot of times people would also look at it, okay, well, that's why I said it's the way you come off and the way you shine, but the ascendant is the way you do it. The moon right. is dictating it. The sun is how it, you know, comes off, but how it's done is the ascendant. Okay, I got get it. it? I so get the it. sun, so the sun is like, you know how you see somebody and you like, I like them. I don't even know why I like them, but I like them. But it's something that that they're giving off. They're radiating something, mm-hmm. right? Nine times out of ten, you're picking up on their solar energy. Now, I, that's that brings me to my next question because a lot of times when people meet me, they think I'm a Scorpio or an Aries. They never think I'm my sun sign. Mm-hmm. So I would say, how much of an effect do the dominant signs have on you? Does it have more of an effect than your sun sign? Well, let's let's let me get this uh, put this out there too because I see how I see how your questions are um, structured. Yeah, astrology is impulsory, not compulsory. Okay. So you have free will. Alrighty. So even though one may have a sun sign Leo, for example, or or someone may not guess your sun sign specifically, um, that's because either you have made a decision in life at a certain point in your life to be able to uh, transmute certain energies within your uh, ego and personality that may make others. Uh, may only be able to resonate with things in your chart that you may be actually resonating with more. For example, I have quite a stellium in Scorpio. So a lot of times people will probably, some people have mistaken me for a Scorpio, but it's not hard to tell them I can't. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I have quite a stellium in Scorpio. So my res- my reserve and my mannerisms and how I come off sometimes people, you know, think it's dark or how I may position, you know, what I find funny, I guess, you know, my humor, mm-hmm. it, it may come off, you know, twisted, but that's where <laughs> people be like, oh, you're, you must be a Scorpio. It's not twisted. The thing is, I can see the, you know, how some people observe a flower. Yeah. And like, oh, a rose is so pretty, you know, but the more you go down that rose, you see thorns. Yep. 
And then you, so, you're care, so, so you're careful, right? Mm-hmm. However, imagine being able to see the roots. Scorpio knows the roots and the and the head. Yeah. Sometimes we'll sit there and joke about the roots in front of observers of the heads. That's what makes you see. See how you just laugh. See, you get that because you have strong Scorpio energy. You yeah. see, that's that's why I said it like that because <laughs> the reaction that you just that that you just gave right now is because I catered to that energy in your chart. Yeah. So that you can be able to grasp that because that's what astrologers are supposed to do. Actually, like people can go out here and go to many different astrological websites, but you're gonna still need an astrologer to really synthesize even some of the most general delineations and synthesis and judgments that are out there online. And I'm not knocking any of the writers that are out there. Get your royalties, all righty? I'm not knocking it one bit, all righty? Uh, trust me, I'm uh, getting the royalties too. So it is what it is. But anyway, um, yes, getting to the the sun, moon, and the ascendant, Madhavashai, yes. like So if people are resonating more with things that aren't your sun sign, it may be because you're more in touch with, you know, things that are a little less superficial because one could also look at the sun sign as where you could possibly just be superficial possibly that's possible however the sun also rules your fifth house in your chart i mean i'm sorry what whatever house is on leo in your chart naturally the fifth house however if you have the third house on leo then the sun in your chart is ruling that third house so the way that you communicate is like um i'm a star in the world's my stage that's like you know third house on leo so i yield the floor so my sun sign as you know because you did my chart and i highly recommend going to him to have your chart done and because it really helped me my son is cancer my ascendant rising is virgo and my moon is libra Mm -hmm. like i said everybody always thinks i'm a scorpio or i'm an aries because that's one of my dominants and my other signs are also you know they're they're deep and in depth <laughs> yeah indeed yeah. I mean, I, you know it, it, it is what it is and and at the end of the day you know um because you well that's okay well i'll wait till you get to the rest of your questions because we're gonna we're about to come into something that i wanted to mention and i know it's within your question so i'm gonna yield the floor there Right. So with with the dominance, so what you're saying is your sun sign still has more of an effect than the dominant signs. The feet help to get the hands to the food that it needs to grab to put in your mouth so that the stomach can digest it. There we go. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So it's like, you know, I'm glad everybody is in tune with their heart because Ayurvedically speaking or on a medical astrological basis, the sun rules the heart. So it's good people are in tune with their heart, you you know. Mm -hmm. However, it would be good to be in tune with your breast and stomach too. You know, that's the moon. Right. And and it will also be really great to be in tune with how you do what you do. That's the ascendant. Right. All right, I yield. Okay, so I think that I think that answered my question. I always what I thought was the dominant signs, I guess maybe I need to make it simpler. I thought the dominant signs were your overall energy, like that's how people see you and that's how you present yourself. But I guess that's not correct. Well, I think it would be best, you know, according to my studies thus far, it's best to take the diverse testimonies within a chart. Yeah. 
Um, and, and when you can synthesize all the diverse testimonies within a, a figure or a chart, as we say, but in a, you know, a figure, then that's called a judgment. Okay. And, and, and me in, in, in my, in my, you know, according to my studies thus far and, and, in how I actually, um, express you know this craft all righty i don't stick to one thing i don't really even stick to one system of astrology i enjoy them i'm a connoisseur uh of 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 perspectives um and and the reason why i'm saying it like that the reason why i'm saying i am a connoisseur of perspectives is because you know like i know there's a planet in the chart that tells me who you are and it's not the sun. There's a planet that will tell me why you are and what's your purpose. And it's not the sun. Right. You, you know what I mean? But that's yeah. based on a certain practice or technique within a certain system of astrology. You know, the main two systems I normally introduce, you know, are um, tropic or what people call Western astrology, what we all know here within the, what we call the Western hemisphere on, you know, at Northwest of Mexico. Yeah, I want to make some period. Um, and then there's, you know, what we call um, Vedic astrology or Jyotisha, um, which is Eastern so-called or Indian, as they call it, our brothers and sisters from the river Sindhu. All righty. So it's like with with that being said, I like for us to be able to reconcile not what's the word do you know how when you just okay i'm on this side cool this way i'm settling it all right that's fine but recognize that there are so many other systems out there that you can sit here and get yourself read vedically tropically draconically sidereally you can get your ninth harmonic red your sixth, your seventh harmonic red your fifth harmonic red you can get your tenth harmonic red all of them will be correct it all depends on the actual astrologer and how they go about analyzing the diverse testimonies and synthesizing a, a judgment. A, a judgment. I yield the floor. What are diverse testimonies? So, uh, diverse testimony. You like one? You you've given um, you've given them one testimony. You said I'm a sun sign Cancer. Right. So that lets me know that the sun when you are um, when you manifested from your mom's womb you have given the testimony that the sun uh, appeared to be in tropic cancer. Right. Uh, the, uh, when, when facing the Eastern horizon, when, when exiting your mother's womb, when one was to be at that time and place during the time your mom was uh, manifesting you and someone was to face East, it appeared that Virgo was rising. And, and and one was to check where the moon was at that moment. You given the testimony that the moon appeared to be transiting Scorpio. My oh, moon's in Libra. Those are. I'm sorry. My moon's in Libra. Oh, pardon me, in Libra. I thought you said pardon me. I'm my my apologies. No, that's okay. In in Libra. All righty. So it appears to be in, in Libra. All righty. So now you have a testimony. You have given testimony to the sun in Cancer. You've given testimony to the ascendant. Having a Virgo rise, you've given a testimony to the moon in Libra. Those three testimonies would be considered together diverse testimonies. Okay. 
alrighty? And I can now do a general synthesis off of that, but that's not a full judgment because I would still have to analyze any and everything else that's in it. But I could give you just a synthesis and just call it a trinity judgment. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so with a, with a trinity judgment for, you know, a, uh, an ascendant, an ascendant Virgo would have an 11th house son because Virgo on the first house, 12th house would be Leo. The 11th house should be Cancer. So what, so that would have you even 11th or 10th house, you know, um, sun sign. And I'm going off the top of my head here. So it now, if I, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so, so if I was to look at it like that, I would, I would say, you know, when it comes to your ego and personality, you really associate, you know, cause I know, the sun is ego and personality. Cancer is the moon, 11th house and 10th house. 10th house is business and career status. 11th house is um, friends and gaining. Cancer is mom. So that would be one whose ego and, and personality would probably be closely associated with working with their mother in some way, shape, or form. Now, we've, we've had this conversation before, yeah. but I'm giving you general without even reading you per se, because I'm just giving you the keywords. Right. You know, sun ego and personality creativity so you're creating cancer yeah. mother home security right 11th house gains sudden changes friends hopes wishes internet you see yeah. what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> virgo deals with service and health look at what this podcast is do you see what i'm saying yeah libra deals with beauty deals with art you see what i'm saying right look at look at how you do what you do tattoos you know what i mean just yeah. like makeup you see what i'm saying like that's consistent you, yeah. You see where I'm going with this? I do. Everything right. has to be beautiful for me. Has yeah. To be. Life should be beautiful. Absolutely. That's the way your mama made you. Based <laughs> on that snapshot of where the planets were, according to when you descended from her womb. Are you right. I guess why I said do the dominance play more of a role than the sun side is because I hear a lot of people, especially when it comes to cancers, and it just aggravates the fuck out of me, when people think cancers are crybabies. And I'm like, that couldn't be further from the truth for me. Further from the truth. <laughs> um, again, right? I'm, I'm going to show you something, right, with, with that. Because you could have four cancers in one room, right? Yeah. Um, you could have a cancer who was born at three degrees, a cancer born at nine degrees, a cancer born at 18 degrees and a cancer born at 27 degrees, right? Mm -hmm. Those different ones, right? All in cancer though. However, because of where they're placed, they're all going to express that differently. They all may generally have the same ego and personality. However, the tendencies in which they express them are going to be unique, period. That's pretty cool, yeah. So what are the houses? Can you name off the houses and who rules the houses for people who don't know? All right. Now, naturally, I use, I'll give them in natural order, you okay. know. Um, so naturally, in natural order, the uh, houses would, uh, let's see if I could do this like this here, right? Okay. That's not the best, best, but, you know, I guess I'll share my screen soon. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the, the houses, this is not bad. This is kind of behind me. I guess I'll slide my chair over a little bit. I guess I'll slide a, bit, a little bit to the left, like Beyonce and then, yes. All right. <laughs> so, you know, and, and looking here or whatever, and, you know, I can just grab my little 
pad or whatever and just go like, see this black line right here? That's the first house cusp. So that's the front door to the first house. And that would be the house pertaining to self. And there's the second house. And the second house deals with finances, you know, possessions. And the third house, communication and thinking. And the fourth house. Now, now this particular chart right here, right? Now, if I wanted to give it to you in basics, right? Let's say I did this now. Let's have... Let's have some fun whiteboarding since you asked, right? Let's have a little okay. fun, right? All right, and let's clear this out, all right? And slide us up a little bit. Let's clear all drawings, right? All righty, so let's have a little fun with everyone and just show them just very briefly, right? What are the houses? Hey, look, I did a blue circle. All righty, um, <laughs> and... I didn't mean to, but okay, let's get a line here and let's kind of boom, shakalaka. Give <laughs> us a line right there, right? And let's give us a line here. Pardon me if it's not the straightest, straightest, but I'm going to do my best as I can here. Straight. Yeah, getting this done. I'm going to try to make sure that they're 30 degrees apart as much as possible. Do my best here to get 30 degree sections. All righty. Uh, right let's see doing this without a compass and square it's kind of fun kind of not but it is what it is all righty so let's see if we get about 30 degrees right there ish 30 degrees ish all right and about maybe another 30 degrees ish right there right all right all righty so Alrighty, so now <clears throat> let me get a pen here, just a little bit, draw a little squiggly line, right? And let's go one, right? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, right? And I did them on red on purpose because, you know, they deal with different areas of life that would normally and naturally pertain to signs that you're familiar with right? right so we'll just do creating right creating right and who's in charge creating rod leo all righty and we're gonna do higher learning here right uh let's back that up like juvenile <laughs> all right. there we go all right there we go, higher. All right, learning. Pardon the legibility, all righty. So higher learning, right? And that's normally associated with the arrow of aspiration, the Sagittario. All righty, so now let's go and get our greens here for our possession house and our service and health house and our career and status house. Right, so this would be our possessions, right? Possessions, right? And this would be our health and service, or those that serve us, health and service, right? And this would be in everybody's life. You know, now the fifth, now the first house might not be on Leo for you. I mean, Aries for you. Like my first house is in Cancer. So that means what happens with myself? Well, Cancer deals with family. So obviously family is important to myself. 
That's how I would, you know, that's how I look at that. You know, you're a Virgo, right? Virgo deals with health. So, you know, like I said, this is Taurus naturally. That's Taurus energy naturally. Oh, that was a not so cool circle making there. Taurus, Virgo, that's your ascendant, Mother Avishai. So health yeah. and service is important to yourself. Very. See, your first house in Virgo is really connected. Right. And you know, 10th deals with career status, right? So let's put career here. Happy little career. <laughs> right? Status. Like Bob Ross. Let's just put a happy little status here. I love Bob Ross. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. And let's draw our Capricornio glyph there, right? All righties. Now we're going for some yaller here. Get some yaller. All righty. Again, <laughs> put a tree there. Um, put that tree in a seven <laughs> and a eleven right there too. Right. Alrighty, and three is four. Oh, that one is shabby that I just made on that last part there. Let me. There we go. Oh, there we go. That looks much better. All right, so this is Himenes, Gemini, right? And Libra, where your moon is, so the dictates of your soul. Uh, you know what? Let me back that up one second, cause I am not following the way that i started off right okay so naturally this would be gemini's energy mm -hmm. and naturally the libra's energy right yeah so naturally libra's energy right and aquario right mm-hmm all right, so this is you communicating, right? This is, you know, mm -hmm. Avi unfiltered right here. So, yes. hold on, let me just use my hyphens, right? Communicating, right? Right. Put that there. And then here's your moon, you know, dealing with uh, partnerships, right? Right. Oh, that is an RT. I want you guys to be able to distinguish it. Partnerships, right? Some would also say relating, right? Relating, all right. right. Just to put a little there. And this is, you know, this is where, you know, your friends are, you know? Yeah. Very Facebook, the, the sun, when Facebook went IPO, the sun, I was at 15 degrees Aquarius, you know, Facebook is big on friends and sharing. And that's what the 11th house is, right? Right. Alrighty. So now from there, we got last but not least, our royal four, eight, and 12, right? Yeah. Alrighty. So we know four naturally deals with the most marvelous sign ever to be a sign. <laughs> Not because I, not just because you know it's associated with my tropic ego and personality. You know, it's just the best sign ever. No, I'm kidding. Guys. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't do that. All right. I just figured I would humor you all. All righty. And there's a, a Scorpio, 
E Pisces, right here, right? Pisces, right here, all righty. And naturally, you know, the key word I would normally give is home, but it's usually food also, the early childhood home, security as well, because it's on the axis with the 10th house. And, you know, Capricorn is very much about, you know, Capricorn is the father. I mean, if, you know, the, the home, fourth house is mother, Capricorn is definitely the father in some cases, a lot. Um, eighth house, you know, uh, eighth house, I, I'd like to say death and regeneration, but I'll give you a, a simpler word inheritances, right? Okay. All righty, and you know, and with inheritances, you know, death and regeneration, people write wills, you know, maybe you know, and things of that nature, uh, usually. You know, eighth house energy is where you're, you get along with your in-laws. You'll see people's, what they call in-laws. I like to say in-loves. Instead of saying mother-in-law, I'll say mother-in-love, you yeah. know, and that's, that's usually where they are. You know, your, your spouse's um, progenitors, you know, your significant other's progenitors are there and usually signified by, you know, the eighth house. Um, and last but not least, we have here, I usually tell people this is the self-undoing house, and it's not nothing wrong with that. You know, self-undoing is where you can prove, you know, you know what you're talking about. All righty. Right. It's also where you can show your wisdom. Right? Where so, so for those of you who are listening in, you're definitely going to want to watch this if you need a visual because he's doing all of this, and I'll have this posted up on YouTube so you can see this chart, this whole chart. Yeah, it's and it's pretty pretty. Yeah, I had no idea I was gonna write it that quick, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. No, I, I, you know, not because I wrote it. You know, I'm just sitting here thinking. You know, if I was someone else, you know, viewing it, it's like, okay, well, hey, you know, it's not the best handwriting, you know, for it to be digital on the fly. But hey, you know, I, I trust it translates well, and I trust that answers your question too, as far as you know, when it comes to the houses, what, you know, how to look at it, and the houses, you know pretty important you know the planets i look at the planets right let's let's just do this for a second since we're using this this board here right let's just do this for a second right let me get a you know uh let's call the planets if we wanted to put this in terms that people could understand a little easier we'll look at the planets like the actors okay right the signs we'll call the script right mm -hmm. uh and the house is the stage right aspects in astrology is the plot so the outcome well how you how things will fare yeah how things will turn out possibly yeah the tendencies the the outcome tendencies mm-hmm Right. So right. look at planets like the actors, signs, you know, like the scripts, you know, so so we're sun sign cancers, you and I, Avi. So that yeah. means that our ego and personality is acting out the motherly um, crab. If you're inside our claws, you're protected. If you're outside our claws, we'll snap you type, you know, uh, energy. Hell yeah. You know, um, yeah, because that's a crab in nature. Uh, right. Crab in nature. We don't we're not going to move directly to our goal. We move sideways you know um because crabs don't move forward they move sideways to their goal because mm -hmm. they move sideways that's just what it is so the ego and personality to a cancer is the same right uh, well it has the tendency to do 
to do that. So I yield. The, I was about to ask about the dominance again. Because huh, no, I was gonna say that because when you said the when someone like when you're in when you're inside the crab, you're protected. When you're outside, you know the crab yeah, the stings, the yeah, claws the stings. But I have other stings based off of my other aspects or signs, whatever in my chart. Well, my trinity, like you said, your trinity is sun, cancer, ascendant, Virgo, moon, Libra. Me, I'm, I'm triple magnetized because I'm um, so receptive because um, my sun and ascendant is cancer and my moon is Scorpio. So I have six claws and a stinger. Right. So your dominance have nothing to do with how you sting. Oh, my dominance has a whole lot with how, how, how my sting could come off. That's what I said. That's why I yeah, said it, yeah, it three. Does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Me, I think I have, hold on, one, two. I have three also in, in Scorpio, but four in the fifth house, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and most of my fifth house, uh, actually, all of Scorpio and the Placidus system is swallowed up by the fifth house anyway so i'm very creative with what most people would you know you know how they say you know you know how they say scorpios look at you like this when they like you mm -hmm. yeah and they look like they look at this they, they look like this at you when they don't like you yeah so you can't really tell when they like you when they exactly <laughs> resting bitch face all day well not for you but you know for me, it's in the fifth house, so I can be creative with it because fifth house is creativity. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so, so it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, you know, when people go, what's wrong with you? And it's nothing really wrong. Yes. But since, but since people are bent on saying something's wrong with you, you just don't say anything and just see how far it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Scorpio sense of humor. All righty. So yeah. all right, I yield. go ahead. I yield. So I have Scorpio, Gemini, and I don't know if I should be telling all my dominance. You don't really have to. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, it, you know, I just. But those are two of them. Yeah. 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 Well, 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 the dominant thing, you know, dominance is more of a planet or a celestial body that is the dispositor or what we call ruler of a sign. So for me, with a Mars in Scorpio for myself, one would say I have a Mars dominant in Scorpio. You know, um, someone had, you know, uh, Mercury, Venus, uh, Mercury in Virgo, they was, they would say they're Mercury dominant. Right. You know? um, so that's, that's what it is with dominance. Dominance is more of an actual graha or a celestial body um you know being in a sign that it naturally rules so that would be its essential dignity right um whereas if it if it falls in a natural house that it rules so say you got the sun in cancer but it's in the fifth house right so that's an accidental dignity because naturally Sun rules the fifth house naturally, but it's in Cancer, so it's not in its essential dignity. Got it. Do you get what I'm saying? It's in its yeah. accidental dignity by its house placement. So house placement will yield 
the dignities if it's accidental. So if if a if a son is in the fifth house but not in Leo, it's accidental dignity. If a son is in Leo but not in its fifth house, then it's still in essential dignity because it's in the sign that it rules. So the sign holds a little higher precedence when it comes to disposing of because the actor is acting the script. Okay. You know, so so the stage wouldn't be as important. Got it. Do you see what I'm saying? So if it just so happens that an actor may be from near the Boston Corporation and he happens to do a play that's at a playhouse near the Boston Corporation, accidental dignity, home team advantage type. Did you see what I'm saying? Yeah. All Some right. of the stuff you say, I'm not going to lie, has to, you know, settle. But yeah, I, I get for the most part. I'm glad this is recorded. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see if someone's going to be sick based off of their astrology? Uh, yes. I, I love the sixth house reading um, be, because um, when, when I read people's sixth house, wherever your sixth house is, that's where I would normally start. Oh, okay. I would do your sixth house reading because it's not a matter of are, what would make you sick or are you going to be sick? It's like, okay, what's there? You know, okay, so for you, right? Since you admitted you're a Virgo ascendant, Yes. That means ankles and heart for you would be something to pay attention to with health. The reason why I said ankles and heart, because you being a Virgo ascendant, what's opposite of Virgo is Pisces. So your sixth house would naturally be Aquarius. Opposite of six is 12. So that means Leo is opposite is on your 12th house. So with that being said, that means that when it comes to your ankles and your heart, that would be the area that I would look to first to make sure that you're always mindful of, you know, you know, so people are like, oh, okay, what you mean ankles and heart? Okay, so I don't know, you play basketball, make sure you have on high tops, don't be out there in flip flops. Because there's a possibility you're gonna twist your ankle. Oh, what you mean heart? Okay, well, you know, if you know, you enjoy smudging or smoking things or whatever, but you know, cigarettes ain't where it's at, then don't smoke cigarettes because you could have heart issues. Right. It's simple stuff, just to, yeah. to look at it. Um, the vertebrae is very important too. Like some people may think they have medical issues and they may only need a chiropractic adjustment because Sometimes certain parts of the body may be ailing people, but it could be an impinged upon nerve via to a minor subluxation of a, of a vertebra. And what I just said there was a subluxation means minor dislocation pertaining to a part in the spine. So let's say, you know, somebody has, they feel like they're having sciatica issues. They may need to get their prostate. They may have to go under, under the knife for their prostate. They might just need a fourth or fifth lumbar adjustment chiropractically because, you know, the fourth and fifth lumbar has the nerves that pertain to the prostate running, to, running through it. Right. Real simple. You don't have to go under a knife. You don't have to let anybody into your body. And a lot of times if we really knew how to utilize, and we should, and we're getting there, mm -hmm. utilizing the astrology chart along with, you know, chiropractic purposes, and we know how the planets transit, then we can look ahead and see when certain planets are going to either be in certain houses, angling and aspecting certain houses, so that we can prepare, you know, the um, sentient being that we call patient and or client, right? Our, 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 ultimately, it's our human family uh, member, our human kinship, you know what I mean? But we can prepare them for that. 
all righty so it's like hey am i gonna get sick well let's actually look at where you are at now let's look at where the planets are now hey how did you feel back on such and such and such a day because i have you know an encyclopedia encyclopedia of medical astrology by howard leslie cornell you know what i mean and sometimes you know i can tell like you know if let's say a woman has mars in cancer i know she's having issues with her womb um if if a woman has i don't know something it's like because because cancer rules the breast and it's so funny because cancer rules the breast and stomach so when people say okay well what about breast cancer nine times out of ten you got to look to the sign cancer and see what's going on with the moon see what's going on with the fourth house interesting you know what i mean mm-hmm. all right i yield the floor no that was interesting i'm glad you um mentioned that i was gonna say what common illnesses are associated with each sign which you did touch upon some Let's do it. I'm going to do it in axial fashion. And what I mean by axial, if I mention one sign, I'm going to mention the other one. So I'm going to give you the reflection. So instead of giving you 12, I'm going to give you six. And then each each one, you're going to get the reflection. So on the first axis, you have Aries and Libra. Aries deals with the head. Alrighty, when talking about, you know, and an, your anatomy. So anatomically speaking, Aries is dealing with the head, or in, when we're speaking the overall corpus, the overall body. Libra, pardon them doing they're doing a little work outside. So if you guys can hear a weed whacker, so pardon that. Um, they're landscaping out there. Alrighty, so um Libra is the kidneys and the renals. So some ailments right there, head. And kidneys. Someone could have migraine headaches from not drinking enough water. Taurus and Scorpio is the next axis. Taurus uh, anatomically is the neck and throat. Uh, Scorpio anatomically is the sex organs. All righty. So, yes, there is a connection to the sex organs and the throat. I mean, for anybody that thought I was setting something up that was a little pornographic there, (laughs) you can see why people are interested in what they call, quote unquote, deep throating. They're actually exercising, connecting. It's not funny. It's just so weird, but I'm being scientific in in my explanation and objective, all right, in my explanation. Uh, however, they're connecting Taurus and Scorpio. Is that an ancient practice, deep throating? I would say that the human being notice their genitalia gives a certain sensation very early in life. So I wouldn't be surprised if human beings were practicing inserting and receiving um things you know but you know in that fashion I, I i would think and i haven't come across anything other than you know carvings pictures depictions like that some things in my encyclopedias um you know family encyclopedias and you'll see like these sculptures and pictures and one would have to really just kind of think of when were these really carved and are these not just you know somebody i guess taking like a 3d printer and then making it look like it's something that's carbon dated from a long time ago and it's really plastic and not stone but right you'll see a lot of carvings that look very um very 
uh, a mix between eighth house, which is sex organs on Aquarius. So eighth house on Aquarius, because Aquarius is the group, right? So that's an orgy, <laughs> sex in the group, right? So, right? so yeah, it's like, that's what you see in those, um, those depictions on those carvings. So one would say, I'm pretty sure that the human might, you know, the human being, the sentient being may have been curious um, in how it could express itself uh, you know, with those lower self or, you know, sexual sensations, not lower self as far as like their servile. I mean, lower self, because that's the region in your body. It's lower than your head. So that's what I mean. Right. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It might be, I mean, that, but at the same time, you would have to ask the reverse of your question then, because that pertains to what we call medically, um, fellatio. Cause mm -hmm. So one would now have to consider or reconcile cunnilingus and go, okay, so now how does that, how do you reconcile now that with one, you know, applying, you know, throat chakra energy to, you know, the vagina, I guess, you know, and, and I yeah. hope I'm not sounding weird to people, but this is how I'm no, very, you're not. It's Avi, unfiltered. Avi, you know how I am. So yeah. I'm very like, very nerdy when it comes to um, this topic so to speak it appears nerdy but i'm objective do you know what i mean i'm very scientific because i i would prefer us to be scientific yeah as a people on the planet when it comes to this subject instead yeah. of being, oh my god oh, it's so nasty you know that, that's so absolutely i'm so glad you mentioned that because i was thinking of that it was like you know and like you were talking about earlier you said some people give off certain energies just, just like with me and with, you know, with certain women, you know, they see your cleavage out and they'll see another woman's cleavage out and they'll be like, oh my God, she's, you know, she's a, a hoe or she's easy or something like that. I'm not saying people, you know, say that, mm -hmm. but then they'll see someone else with the same outfit on and won't think anything of it. And I've said it has to be the energy in the, astro in the astrology chart. It definitely is. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, sometimes people will put on a mask because sometimes the ascendant is the mask that we wear yeah, too. Yeah. So like, for example, your mask and my mask, my mask would be cancer. Your mask is Virgo. Mm -hmm. However, when that mask is stripped away, what do, where do we go to now? That's when you, you know, you go into the sun first, the moon, of course. However, you already know there are two other planets that are really, you know, you could be like, yo, want some real stuff, y'all? <laughs> I know what you're thinking right now because I know where this planet is right here with this, this, and that. And that can make some people uncomfortable. That can make some people fall in love because now you know you have someone who has a certain insight for a purpose specifically to keep the energy uplifted, not for manipulative purposes. And when you can work along with someone like that, you can begin to take advantage of things ahead of time. You'll be like, oh, look, Venus is about to be in Pi at Pisces at 27 degrees on this date. Let's, I don't know, let me go grab a scratch off. I'm not encouraging gambling. Right. I'm just saying this is what some people have done. I know some people will look for stuff like that. They'll wait till they'll look at, or they'll look at a few days before Venus hit 27 degrees Pisces and they'll play the lottery and hit. No, then it really kind of depends on what is aspecting Venus and, and what else Venus is aspecting. But go ahead, I yield. 
No, so I'm glad you mentioned that because it, it shouldn't be taboo. It shouldn't be looked at as disgusting. You know, I wish more people talked about, you know, sex and whatever acts of sex more freely than being like, oh my God, you shouldn't say that. You should. It's like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get over yourself. Get the fuck over it. Oh, well, I'll say this. Um, I think if people were, I hope I'm not telling on myself. Um, I think if people were more scientific with sex, yeah. They would enjoy it, yeah, in a on a level where they would be objective instead of trying to. I laid it down, or yeah, there's another notch in my belt, or girl, I rolled the shit on his face, put his ass to sleep. You ain't gotta <laughs> deal with the pomp and circumstance of I conquered, or let me stick a flag and like no, it's it's more of like let me see if I spin my tongue this way since I have a pretty strong energy in my chart dealing with this. What if I apply this to her in this direction and then, oh, look, look, okay, there's the sprinklers. You know what I mean? Like, I just wasn't turning, you know, the knob right, I guess, if people, or I wasn't stimulating the clitoris and or periurethral gland in a fashion where it allowed her to enjoy an orgasm. That's right. what I mean by being, that's, that's the difference in one being you know silly and immature with sex and then actually going hold on let me make sure my fingernails are clipped so that if i do actually insert my fingers to rub your periurethral gland while i'm trying to run tongue circles through your around your clitoris let's and, and now what you're doing is you're governing family you're starting a situation where now mother and son are trusting each other to please one another Alrighty. Mm-hmm there may be more purpose to not argue and be objective in decision making and then if mother decides to spark off and make you know child and image pertaining to son that she has chosen to spark her off now you are bringing in champions and you're going to teach them to govern themselves accordingly and you're not going to continue a roman mindset in doing so being you know moorish and honoring our ancient foremothers and forefathers, then we can right. continue to build and teach them things about, you know, um, life and sex in a non-perverse manner. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? According to the Roman yoke and mindset that we have been forced to be under for so many centuries. I yield the floor. No, that was good. Thank you for uh, mentioning that. So I, you could finish telling the um, common illnesses of each sign. All righty. Now, the Gemini and Sagittarius axis. Now, one Gemini is the lungs, arms, shoulders, hands. Sagittarius is hips and thighs. So, you know, with lungs, arms, shoulders, and hands, one may have naturally issues, you know, something with the wrist, maybe, uh, you know, something with the arms, like... Some people may have short, shorter arms than the other one. Maybe somebody could be missing a hand. But normal stuff, natural, normal stuff would be asthma because it, cause Gemini, you know, is the lungs. Hips and thighs with Sagittarius would make someone possibly, you know, uh, usually, let, let's say if someone has like some type of hip dysplasia or something like that, like you could have that. Um, Maybe someone who, you know, um, 
what's a really good one for Sagittarius? Um, when it comes to the hips and thighs. Okay, I got one. When sometimes people may have a higher hip, some people may be actually really wide in the hips. You know, those are things too. They don't want, they're not really looked at as illnesses. However, they could be looked at as um, abnormalities. Yeah. In comparison to what we may consider being normal. But they're not actually abnormal. They're just an expression of their natal chart. Right. And how whatever's going on in Sagittarius, you know what I'm saying, is what's making them look like that. All right. All right. Um, Cancer. Capricorn. Cancer is breast and stomach. Mm -hmm. Capricorn is the knees and the skeleton. All righty. And the bones. All righty. So with cancer, breast and stomach cause breast cancer. Go figure, right? Yeah. Um, but that's kind of uh, an attack on some cosmic energy that's actually really powerful. You know, you got these people out here with these fuck cancer campaigns. They have no idea they're shutting themselves down. Oh, wow. In lieu of protesting against cell multiplicity called carcinoma. Right. Right? All right. All right. Um, let's, let's continue. Uh, with, with the bones, one would say, you know, marrow issues, maybe bone density issues. Um, when it comes to, you know, Capricorn or whatever, um, that those would, I'm just trying to give you physical things. Um, on the physical level with Leo and Aquarius, that's the next axis. Leo is the heart, Aquarius is the ankles. So one could twist their ankles playing basketball. Mm-hmm. One could have heart issues, heart palpitations. Um, maybe, you know, smoking isn't good, you know, for the heart. Maybe not eating fried foods or having high cholesterol things, possibly, you know. Um, uh, last but not least, Virgo and uh, Pisces axis. Okay, so Virgo is all about health. Uh, but it's dealing with the nervous system and um, and intestines. So the nervous system, uh, the physical nervous system is like your nails and your hair. Um, so usually you can tell what's going on with people. Like some some people, if they have like alopecia, yeah, I would check to see what's going on with Virgo. I would maybe even check to see what's going on where Mercury is. Maybe a little bit of what's going on with Aries too, because Aries is the head. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Pisces, the feet. Hands down the feet. <laughs> Hands down the feet, right? Um, <laughs> maybe I should say feet down. The feet. No, okay, anyway. Toes down. Anyway, um, and it's so funny how the bottom of the feet is called soul again. All right, there's the word soul again, right? Um, so... And then you'll be able to see why when you see certain Zodiac pictures of someone's head and their body's bent, you know, to their feet touching back to their head because that's the Zodiac going from Aries to Pisces, right? So, you know, with Pisces, one, you know, people may have, you know, jammed toe, may have broken their foot, athlete's foot, common, um, you know, so-called illness. 
pertaining to the feet. And all these things can actually be traced and um, treated. Diagnosis and prognosis. Um, like uh, with me, you know, if, uh, you know, one time it was one mother who suffered from macular degeneration. I know that Aries and Taurus rules the atlas place, which is the first cervical in the vertebra. Um, and the axis place, which is the second cervical in the vertebra. And the nerves for the eyes run through those two vertebra. So I suggested that she go see a chiropractor. And she went from having black spots in her field of vision to being able to see street signs blocks away after about maybe a month and a half treatment to the chiropractor, all because I said, you might need to go and get that adjusted. Wow. I ain't deep. I ain't double, double, toil and trouble, fires burn and cauldrons bubble. I didn't do none of that. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do none of that. I just, I just, hmm. That really sucks that you can't see. Uh, let me check. Let's see what Howard Leslie Cornell says about, hey, oh, well, that's the first and second cervical. Why don't you go get that adjusted? Yeah. Nice. So thank you for giving us all of that, both Indeed. sides. So astrology, astrologically, what is happening right now with this coronavirus and all this craziness? Can you give us some insight to that? Oh, the best thing. I think William Cooper said it the best in Behold a Pale Horse. Turn off the fucking TV. Um, because, um, man, that, plat that uh, Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, I saw it coming um, a couple years ago. Even when I was planning, you know, just preparing myself for Uranus to appear to enter Taurus. I was like, man, it's about to come a time. And I was telling people, I said, yo, I think it's about to come a time where you're not going to be able to go shopping unless you have a nationality card because the National Guard are going to be in front of it. But it first manifested as masks. Mm. I was close. You know what I mean? Because I've heard, like, Brother Taj mentioned it in lectures before. And I was like, hmm. That would be interesting. And I started charting. I just started looking. I'm like, let me look ahead. I said, yo, Uranus and Taurus is a sudden change in agriculture. Sudden change in values. Uranus is sudden change. Taurus is values in agriculture. So I'm like, hmm, it ain't been like Taurus ain't, Uranus ain't been in Taurus. It's been 84 years since then. So now if you go back 84 years ago and look at that time, it's not really hard to tell what's going on right now. Mm. Oh, it's not hard to tell at all. It's not hard to tell. So if you go back, okay, let's go back 84 years. This is 2020. Take away 20 from 84. You're left with 64 left. Take away 60 from 2000 You at 1940, right? And then you take away uh, what's left is, uh, what, what did I say? Four more years. So yep. that's what, 1936? Look at where we at. What was going on in 1936? Social Security Act. People are trying to secure themselves socially right now and having a hard time doing it because it's something going on in their mind. There's been a sudden change, right? That's, that's with the group, that's Uranus, right? In values, people are valuing, look, 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 look think about it, think about it. Churches are shut down. Mm -hmm. That proves that their God isn't who they say it is. And that's no disrespect to them. No, truth is truth, man. Truth is truth. Because if you really believe, mm -hmm. 
whoever you are, your religious leaders, don't don't go looking for you know two pieces of wood, three nails, and a crown of thorns for me. I'm just your brother. I'm just telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't allow someone to use tyranny and despotism to threaten you to say that you can no longer enjoy your religious exercise. Yep. That's okay. So now at this point, treaties being violated, you know, so, and a lot of people, the common people aren't familiar, you know, because, because the door is the constitution, you know, you know, that article three, section two in the constitution and article six in the constitution, you know, it lets you know that all treaties are still legit, you know, and if you know, you're checking out brother Abdullah, Iltalib Mosey Bay and mother Tamar and brother Shem, you know, they're reiterating these things that brother Taj has been shared, you know what I mean? Prophet Obadjali has been shared. Uh, it's on RVB Publications websites and many other active Moors websites and things like that. So a lot of the common people don't know this. So when all the when you started seeing all these people put these masks on, mm-hmm. I'll say like Brother Taj has, you know, communicated to me. <clears throat> the masks are really off now because uh-huh. what because you, what, what you're saying is is <laughs> I mean they just saw you know that's the, just how he says it. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the masks are really off now. So it's like since that's the case, it's letting you know like myself i don't i do not go anywhere and nine times out of ten i'll you know have my documentation or some form of communication precede my special appearance i don't care if i'm going to safeway okay i'm going to you know and i'll call hey may i speak to the manager on duty please uh yes how are you um yes i'm you know i'm having my intentions to come there to do business with you um this is what i intend to do when i get there Mm-hmm. Um, due to the fact that I don't have to disclose, you know, my um, medical privacy, according to HIPAA. Yeah. Right? Um, since, you know, since they're corporate, they have to follow all corporate policies, right? Absolutely. So, so since, you know, according to HIPAA, you know, I don't have to disclose to you that, you know, carbon dioxide inhalation is, you know, against, you know, my better judgment and, you know, against, you know, the prosperity pertaining to my overall health. So I care to still come and do business with you mm-hmm. uh, because I'm under occupation and you have resources that I should not be exchanging for anyway in the first place because I'm home. Exactly. And, like, you know, and I don't really have to, I, that. I don't say in the conversation, you know, right there, I was just kind of just throwing some extra stuff, mm-hmm. but the conversation is normally just, Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I just wanted to give you the due respect to let you know I'm not coming to be, you know, belligerent or anything of that nature. However, I just want you to know that I'm coming there. And when I come there, I'll come right to you so that you know. And because you got to remember, there's a public watching. And right. the public is breathing their own carbon dioxide inhalation. So they're not in their right mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no they, they can't be. Mm-hmm. You, you can't even think to really think that you're speaking to someone who has sense at this moment because now they are practicing doing something that they have never done coming out of the womb right you breathe and and according to my hvac studies because doing heat and ventilation air conditioning and refrigeration having that certification under my belt as well nice 78 percent of the air we're breathing is nitrogen anyway so yeah. so you know it's not carbon dioxide that's something that we have learned that that's what trees and other plant life process Alrighty. And then, you know, they, you know, 
reverse engineer it for us, so to speak, synthesize it in a way and, you know, in, in a divine, you know, relationship and cycling that energy back to us for us to breathe, giving off what has been termed as oxygen, but a lot of the science, you know, has been for our social engineering and conditioning so that we're uh, 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 worker bees for, you know, others that uh, seek to only take advantage of the earth's resources and make the people feel um, through um, psychological operations such as pandemics or so-called corona viruses, corona being crown virus being poison, etymologically speaking. Mm -hmm. So what you saw revealed due to Uranus and Taurus and that Pluto-Saturn conjunction in Capricorn because Pluto transformation, Saturn, essential. So essential transformation, Capricorn is structure. Uranus, sudden changes, Taurus values. So since you have that energy going on there, right? Right. What you're, what you're really dealing with is poisoning people's crown chakras. So yeah. now people don't, they, you, so the masks are off. And, and with the, with the, so people that have masks on, they, it proves that they can't think for themselves. Mm -hmm. They have no real fight in them because those are the same people that will fight people that look like them mm -hmm. will draw pistols and knives on them and they won't fight people oppressing them. Yeah. So what's being done is really a mummer's parade in front of everybody's face. Mum's the word. Mm. So, 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 so they're mumming you, they're shutting you up. And a lot of people, some people are just with it because they are getting financial kickback to keep it going. Yeah. You know, watch the news you'll see there's trump and somebody else at a podium trump and that guy at the podium will have on no mask but everybody else in the background will have masks on it's like this is the right thing to know man you guys are using signals it's it's funny to me because i know how to read the signals yeah we all know it's one big you know you're you're more you're wearing your you know, your fez and it's not pent down at 33 degrees and you're speaking the truth openly, teaching astrology, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, there are people that, you know, got sodomized and got to give notes every month, you know what I mean? <laughs> to yeah. even wear a fez in secret or whatever. So it's like, come on, man. Like, hey, you know, don't, don't be mad at me because you're a sellout, you know, yeah. and, and, and now you're realizing That's that, the crazy, decision, yeah, that, that the decisions that you've made you know, you never really had to make them, but people don't know themselves because they don't have their astrology chart. Right. That culture has been stripped of them. However, if you go back to 1913 and prior to that, but 1913, Prophet Noah Ali established the old Canaanite temple near New Ark, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. By 1916, the Moorish Divine and National Movement of the world was well on its way. By 1925, we organized as a civic organization. You know what I mean? Near the Chicago Corporation, according to, you know, the... Uh, uh, laws and requirements of the Secretary of State for the Illinois State Republic, all righty? So there are things that have been ignored. And the conditions of the people and where they are now is because they ignored Prophet Noble Ali. And I'm not saying that from a dogmatic perspective because I use the word prophet. A prophet is a thought pertaining to all matriarchal law or all balanced law pertaining to the zodiac manifested in human flesh. That's what a prophet is. So everybody's yeah. a prophet by nature. Right. It's just that when this one particular one who's universal, he just came to us more as first because we needed him the most, all right? Because he already saw that great and, and, and awful day is yet to come, and it's here. Look at people. They're breathing their own carbon dioxide. Holy yeah. breath. They don't have it anymore. I yield the floor. 
No, that was really good. I'm glad you mentioned all of that. And then some, I'm glad you just, you said the truth. The truth is refreshing. And this is what a lot of people are not sharing is the actual truth. Truth is truth and facts are facts. So I'm glad you shared that. I was going to say, what do you, what's going to happen next with all of this, you think? I think I, I think what's going to actually happen to people is it, it, it's, they're trying to get the people to ex they, they want to execute King Alfred plan so bad like Executive Order eleven four nine zero Rex mm -hmm. Rex eighty four plan be, because when the people that um you, you know the, uh, the 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 American I'm not gonna say the true American I'm not gonna say the real American American is the various copper toned people founded by early European settlers alrighty so when the people who are um bound to the land by heritage yeah really fight i ain't just talking about freddie gray mm -hmm. right i ain't talking about you know whatever else was used in a truman show jim carrey everybody's really being watched and signals are being thrown at you you think mm -hmm. they're your thoughts but they're really not your thoughts you need to learn how to enjoy hypnosis from another way and protect yourself but anyway yeah. um way it's going is People are going to end up, you, you know, think about it. Think about it. I know somebody that took a bus, right? Family member. Okay. They're not, they're not going to wear a mask. But think about how many people now are blaming them or accusing them for compromising everyone on the bus. Now, think about this. That's so stupid. Think about it. How many people are wearing masks and saying that they'll be compromised, right? Do they have a telescope? No. Do they have a microscope? No. Do they have slides and iodine? Or do they have little petri dishes that they can analyze? Nope. But yet, they're medical experts now all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And these are, gr these are people, oh, I'm grown, I go to work, I pay my bills, and I pay my... You're a, you're, you're a ward of the state. And a minor. You're a minor, mm -hmm. and you're being treated like a mental patient that mm -hmm. is chattel property. I have somebody, there's, there's a cat here. I wish I could show you the cat that's here, right? This cat right now has on this plastic cone because it's got a PU surgery, you know, a para scoptomy or something like in other words they had to cut my man penis so that he could pee past the portion that had you know granulations in his bladder or whatever so Aww. it's horrible yeah it's, it's, it's my people's cat it ain't mine right I so know. long short this cat's human mom pet mom whatever could not go into the veterinarian and i thought about something i thought about something i had to think for a second i said hmm I said, it's a pet hospital. <laughs> They're not letting the humans in unless you stand outside and wait or have an appointment and you got to have on a mask. And then I was like, okay, so how many of the animals have on the masks when they go in? <laughs> right? Now, didn't I just use the term chattel property? Yeah. Chattel is French for cattle. Mm -hmm. That's being that really means the people that think they're grown because they work jobs and pay bills. That's what they think they're doing, right? Yeah. They have no idea that they're being treated worse than the cats going to get their penis chopped. Damn. 
when you put it like that. And it's true. It's all facts. Like this could be research. People always get offended. It's like, listen, this is not the podcast for you then. But that's the truth. That's the fucking truth. Hey. What you gonna do? What you are you are you gonna are you gonna get mad at me? Oh, let's get pitchforks and two pieces of wood and a crown of thorns and <laughs> three nails. Let's nail them to the cross. <laughs> Why? It's going to be more after me. It's so many on the planet now that's telling the truth. The only problem is, is that there's a huge enough energy out there that still has the majority of the people scared. It's just, it's fear. And then when you got people like us, then, you know, they put so much bad publicity out there because you'll have people that are coming into the truth about their nationality and birthrights Mm -hmm. and they want to do it honestly. And they have no idea that a lot of these people that are working, you know, policy enforcement, call themselves police, military or whatever. And if they're the type of people that are not really about uplifting fallen humanity, because they really want to act like this is Rome because they are with the Masonic code to kill the Moors. Mm -hmm. Right. Alrighty. So since that's the case, they're going to keep acting like this isn't Morocco and this is Rome and they're going to keep doing their agenda. So with the, to, to add to that, the people are going to fight. Not because I say so. I see, hey. it in, I see it in a chart. The people, and, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's going to be to a point. It ain't going to be enough tanks and guns to stop these people because I don't think people are going to be able to deploy stuff fast enough because it's going to be people on the inside that they think is on their side mm-hmm. that's going to immediately on a drop of a dime change and it's going to be in our favor and it's going to be like whoa you thought Cruella DeVille's minions were really loyal to Cruella DeVille Mm-mm. something happened in the stars you know where Neptune which rules the sea made them go something ain't right about this shit mm-hmm. you get tired of this stupid you know control and it's you know it's just it's just silly Cruella is the only one that's fat why? Why Cruella the only one eating? Yeah. I'm telling you, motherfuckers, it's gonna be on some some bullshit. They, oh, I'm telling you, they're gonna they gonna I'm telling you, Cruella thought she had power. I'm telling you, it's gonna. You ever you ever? I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna go the floor. You ever seen Water Boy? Yes. And and the coach ain't get his confidence back until he you know look, looked at his rival that rival coach as either a baby or a puppy. Mm. I didn't see that part. Look at Waterboy again when okay. the coach who Adam Sandler's character was, you know, being a Waterboy for, you know, the coach that stole his playbook, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in college, you know, Fonzie's character, you know, the one who played the Fonz in Happy Days, he's the coach that's lost his confidence. But he gains his confidence back once he, you know, imagines the rival coach being whatever he doesn't fear and the two things he doesn't fear is babies and puppies and mm-hmm. then he was able to have his confidence back it, it's gonna be a sad day for people using military force when the people only see babies and puppies yeah that's how i see it now that's how i saw it from the beginning well you already know my story you know but you know, a lot of people don't know that. That's why I'm like, I'm not the one to come for, but okay. Anyways. At all. <laughs> At all. Yeah. Thank you, Hassan. <laughs> he knows I, me well. I get it. You know, I get it. So. Yeah. Like, yep. Whatever. You could keep talking. Yep. Okay. What are you doing? Oh, okay. I got you. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but this was so much fun. This is probably one of my favorite interviews. I've said it before, but this has to be my one of my absolute favorites. Let's look into the future real quick before we go. Let's look at when you're going to actually, because a lot of people don't know that when this, when you're dropping this is going to be in the future from now. All right, right. June 2nd, this is going to premiere. Right. So right now, according to my clock, it's 2.50, 14.50, all righty. Uh, it's at 2.50 Post Meridian Eastern. This is May 20th, 2020, right? Right. And I said I was going to share my screen, right? And yeah. show them real quick a chart of where you are right during that time when you post this and you said yeah i'm gonna post it at about 1 a.m right that's when most of it gets aired like spotify and spotify has been on the i'm not gonna talk about spotify right now but go ahead that's all good no no need to shamelessly plug them anyway no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) kidding. kidding. all right so so um you know uh, you're you're near the hartford corporation connecticut state republic all right let's say you released it there on uh, 2nd june 2020 at about zero one hundred, you know, we, we, we look, look at where the ascendant is, right? This is the ascendant right here, guys. It's going to be at one degree Pisces, twenty eight minutes. So it's already dealing with dreaminess and wisdom, right? So this particular podcast is going to have Pisces freshly on the rise, alrighty. And it's funny because I have a tenth house in Pisces, so that's pertaining to my career. So my career house will be rising, but this specific portion of it will be within my ninth house before it hits my 10th house cusp so definitely this wisdom in higher learning active flooding some people would look at uh, neptune pardon me is flooding Mm -hmm. so we got this ideal flooding or ideal illusion ideal imagination active imagination self-activating imagination pertaining to wisdom that's when you're going to actually be releasing this and that's what we're talking about we're talking about astrology that's self-activating wisdom nice you know what i mean mean? so that's when you're going to release this right and 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 what rules pisces is neptune in the modern astrology so neptune is there but let's look to jupiter look at where jupiter is at 26 degrees capricorn Mm -hmm. right just about two degrees more away from the 12th house cusp. In the 12th house, you normally deals with Pisces energy, right? So you're going to be there expanding on that energy. It's very dream-like energy I see there. And with, you know, it being in Capricorn there and Saturn in the 12th house, right? Saturn's, however, is, is <laughs> it's funny because it's hard to access Saturn because the 12th house cusp is in Capricorn along with the 11th house cusp and the first house cusp is in Pisces. So when there's no house cusps in a sign and there's a planet there in a sign that there's no house cusp, it's like trying to get into a room that has no door unless you go through the, another room first. So here we would have to rely on Uranus right here in Taurus being ruled by this Mars here. So it's going to be huge. I mean, huge. And people are going to be really reasserting their values when it comes to this podcast and you releasing it at this date. All righty. And now that just makes me think, where's cancer then? So you got six top. Look at that. Look at that. The moon from Libra, because you have a moon in Libra, you said, right? Yes. Yeah. So you're going to be releasing it right around you having a lunar return. 
the moon in Libra is ruling over the house pertaining to creativity, sex, children, the center stage, that's the fifth house, as well as health and service. And we are both cancers. You see that? Yes. That's how you look into the future. That's how you look into the future, folks. <laughs> righty so i guess the close on out or whatever you know anybody want you know they can uh, get a reading or whatever from me or they can do the astro literacy courses um like i said we're still you know even though the astrology 101 uh, uh workshop 2020 is complete we have it archived, so people can still get their hands on it for the Elamosinari tuition pertaining to 135 notes in lieu of lawful money via Cash App, utilizing the Caduceus symbol, or what we call the dollar sign, our Astrology Street, O-U-R, right? Let me get that, I thought I had a ticker down there, uh, O-U-R-A-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y-S-T-R-E-E-T, that's our Astrology Street, for the cash app or whatever. Um, and of course, I can be reached at uh, sevenshillstar at gmail.com, right? Um, and, you know, you guys can, you know, get your mirror mirror sessions done. The mirror mirror session is an astro literacy course where we, you know, learn astrology. You learn astrology through self analysis. Uh, the medical astrology report, you can uh, get your, the reading as well, you can do. Um, then you also have the who am I in, uh, reading and the what's my purpose readings. And they are, you know, different. You know, it's uh, 101 notes in lieu of lawful money for the elemosinary tuition for the mirror mirror session. It's 50 notes in lieu of lawful money for the elemosinary tuition for the um, medical uh, astrology reading. And the one-on-one session, we spend about two to three hours. The medical session, we spend about an hour, hour and 20 minutes. The, um, what's my purpose reading? 30 notes in lieu of lawful money for about 30 minutes, about a, 45 minutes, all righty. Uh, but that's the Elamosinari tuition for that. And finally, 20 notes in lieu of lawful money for the Elamosinari tuition for the Who Am I reading, where we spend about 15 minutes to about maybe 25 minutes to a half an hour tops. And that's just the introductory stuff. Of course, I do synastry for relationships. If, oh, I want to know if this is the right cat to get. We can do compatibility with you and your pets or your, 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 your babies and who teaches them. Or, hey, I think this healer is good for me or me and this healer compatible. I can look into all of those things. I need oh. to do that because I'm singular. <laughs> hey, it's not hard it's not hey i'm singular too to be completely honest you know uh, so to speak i mean we're all singular sentient beings but yeah i mean you can find out what are your compatibilities possibilities you know so and, and i'm very neutral you know even though you know i'm a son and i'm an astrologer i'm very neutral in my readings i don't you know really give an opinion as much as i just use my intuition to do my readings with as well as my keywords and my library uh, of things that I have, as you can see, I have books and software alrighty. So right. in different diverse types of astrology software, as you see okay. serious behind me there, but astro log right there, it just depends on how I'm feeling, you know what I mean? So, um, but I yield, I yield the floor, mother of a shot. I trusted, I said everything, uh, that yes. was main to your topic in your podcast. Yes, you did. And I thank you so much for coming on the show and you're more than welcome to come back anytime. Yeah, let me know how the people react and we'll see what, what we can get, get going or whatever. Maybe we can do some readings live. Maybe we can get some people to come on and 
you know, and maybe they, hey, I want to come on in. Maybe we can put something together and it won't get cut off, you know, uh, after 40 minutes or whatever, you know, it's more than just one or two people, you know how they go, but let's yeah. see that up, you know what I mean? Because I'm down with it. That'd be great. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to stop recording this, but yes, I'll put everything in the show notes. So thank you to Brother Hassan Gaziel Bey. Wow, that was so much info to swallow. That's why I said deep-throating astrology. I like that he held absolutely no punches whatsoever and actually spoke the truth. There's a lot of people that are shelling out some lies um, lately. He actually spoke on true history and facts and not based on emotions. And as a matter of fact, I just gave you a sneak peek into next week's episode. So stay tuned for that. You can find all of his info in the show notes. Have an unfiltered day and I will see you next week.